for having a title tonight. I've titled it The Way of the Spirit. Okay, so when you guys hear that, that, The Way of the Spirit, what do you guys hear? What do you guys think? What's the first thought that pops in in your mind? Etienne? The first thought. His ways, okay? Yes, so lekker. Jan has it up it. Anyone here? Hey, Robin, what do you what do you hear? The way of the spirit. Okay? Power. I said no. Not? <laughs> what do you guys hear? Gentle. Not my way. It's good stuff, very good. Yo, who fat is yeah? Eight months, my goodness. You look good, you're looking good, eh? We had we have we have three kids. I told my wife it's like it's wonderful. I love I wish we had more I don't know capacity to make just more babies and kind of carry them around because it's it's expensive as well, but the Lord is good. But um so the way of the spirit. Yeah. Something pregnant as well. There's something coming. There's the expectancy. What's your name? Mr. Looking down now, looking up now. Donald. Donald. Yes. I, people sometimes call me Donald when they can't, can't hear over the phone. What do you feel? What do you hear when you hear the Spirit? The way of the Spirit? His work. And His guidance. I love it. So I want to read us this little passage, John chapter 3. So in John chapter 3, Jesus is met. I'm not going to read it actually so much because I'd rather tell the story. If I, if I miss something, you can just tell me afterwards. I'm a little bit wrong there. Hallelujah. Okay. Who's the Bereans amongst us? Do we have any Bereans? Okay. Thanks, Elmery. I've got one Berean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks. I, tr- I trust you, eh? So there's a little story in, in John chapter 3. Jesus and Nicodemus. Nicodemus comes to Jesus, one of the rulers of the Jews. Okay? And he comes to Jesus and he says, Rabbi. Rabbi, I mean teacher. Okay? So he acknowledges Jesus. He says, okay, let's read it. I just said I'm not going to read it, but I'm going to read it. Changed my mind. We know that you are a teacher come from God. For no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. Let's now watch Jesus a little bit. Verse 3. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, I cannot see the kingdom of God. Interesting. He like, he kind of interrupts him a little bit there. Interesting. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Come on. Hey, can he enter a second time into his mother's womb, like we say the mother's womb there, and be born? Verse 5, Jesus answered most assuredly, Jesus like really affirming himself here, like affirming what he's saying to Nicodemus. I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. So that which is born of the flesh is flesh. That makes sense, eh? As a winky, a can cry. Is it a winky? 
Nothing spiritual about it. But if something is birthed in the spirit, it says, it's spirit. Verse 7. Do not marvel that I say to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound. Say, the wind blow. Yana said, the wind blow. The way of the spirit. It comes, but you cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. So, what if you guys are born again? Because some of us are not born again. You have, we're going to have an altar call, Nana. So that we can, it's an important thing. You guys just said, we cannot enter the kingdom unless we are born again. So we're not going to talk on sin and salvation tonight, which was actually d- done at, at Foundations on Thursday night. So it went really awesome. But, um, so, if you missed that session, Stephanie is available afterwards. Um, but, so now the wind blows. So who loves the wind blowing? Most of us don't, eh? Eh? I see a clump of us. Is my, oh, you have any wind? A clump of wind as it warm is. And a clump of wind is so. But now, now what we're seeing is Jesus is saying that you and me being born again is like this. It's with us like that. There's a wind that blows, and we don't know where it comes from. We don't know where it goes. So I want to ask you guys a question. Who of you guys are comfortable with not knowing? Okay, we've, got, we've got one. Come, no, very honest now. Who, who doesn't mind not knowing? Okay, we've got like most. Okay. So we're going to have, we have got a tough crowd tonight. That's hallelujah. Tough crowd. Chris, is you all right? Okay. Jock, you're right. So most of us like to know, but now we're seeing we don't know. Who of you guys can see we don't know? Let's read it again. Verse 8. We see Nicodemus actually respond in verse 9, and he, his response is just like you guys now. How can that be? Quickly put up 9 as well. And Nicodemus literally responds, how can these things be? No, 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 wait, 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 wait. So we say, let's read this again, verse 8. The wind blows, say the wind blows, where it wishes. Not where I wishes. Hallelujah. We said, no, no, agreed. And you hear the sound of it, so there's hearing. But how many times did Jesus say, let him who has ears hear? Because there's a hearing in the spirit, okay? Nicodemus goes, how can these things be? So let's go back to verse 8. So we don't want to be a Nicodemus. How can it be, Lord? We want to be like, oh, okay. Okay? Okay? Cannot, uh, but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. So I, I want to I I ask you guys to open yourselves up to wherever the Spirit wants to go. Wherever He wants to go. So, and I want to tell a little funny story back, I think I was 21, so it's like about 18 years ago, 17, 18 years ago. Yeah, I'm almost 39 now. Um, in my devotion one morning, I, I, I opened my Bible, I can't remember how, but anyway, so I'm, I'm in this Psalm, Proverbs 16 verse 1. Can we read that? Proverbs 16 verse 1. And the word there says, the preparation of the heart. Belongs to man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. So I'm reading this one morning. I'm going like, how does that work? 
Is the Lord going to give me an answer? Who's feeling, yo, this is a very good verse? Okay, we've got, we've got two, three. Thanks, thanks, God. We, yes, tough crowd tonight. My goodness. Who's feeling, no one feeling yet. Now we'll get there. We've got one more. Hallelujah. So I'm, I'm reading this one morning. I'm like 20, 21 years old. I'm like, something is on this thing. We have you guys, okay, this is an important question. You have you guys sometimes read the Bible and there's something there? Okay, a little bit more now. Azai, 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 azai. So you, 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 you're sitting, you're reading, something is on it. What do we call that? I love, there's a lot of words. I'm not looking actually for one. But there's something there. It might be a revelation coming. It might be the Spirit speaking. It might be something, something, something. Hallelujah. Okay, who's feeling something? So I'm sitting there. I'm feeling something. So for about five days, I couldn't shake this thing. And I'm, every day I'm like, Lord. I felt, actually felt the Spirit is saying to me, just prepare your heart. Okay? Pre- pre- just prepare your heart. And... um. Weekend come, I go to a friend, and I walk home, about two kilometers home, didn't, um, and I'm literally 20 meters from home, like here, about to the back, I've got a back on my phone in my pocket, earphones, and I'm listening to f- Where the Spirit of the Lord is, There's Freedom by Jason Upton. It was beautiful. And, I, and the next moment, this guy walks up to me with a knife. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And... Uh, <laughs> You said, you didn't say amen, you said hey man. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so this guy walks up to me with a knife, and, I, and I'm like, and he says, come with me. And I'm like, you know, like when you're a little bit bewildered, like, what's happening now? And I'm like, uh, what? And I'm like, still with the earphones, and I'm trying to like put the, the music down, but I realize I shouldn't probably take my phone out at this very present moment. It's not a good time, because they're going to. So I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm standing there, and he, and I'm, and he says, um, give me your bag. So me, now don't try this at home. Don't, I'm not making suggestions. I said, no, it belongs to Jesus. Just it came out of my mouth in that moment. I was like, no, it belongs to Jesus. And I'm like, and he looks at me. He goes like, do you want to die? And, and I say, no, I'm already dead. It's like the Bible says, we're dead in Christ. And, da, 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 da. and I'm saying, no. I'm already dead. And I'm seeing my homies. My house is literally 20 meters. But the gates, you know, like modern South Africa, there's always gates. You can't just run into your house. And I'm like, no, I'm already dead. And he kind of looked for a moment. I can see he's looking confused. What's going on here? And so we're starting to have this conversation about, but like, is this right? And I'm like, no, bro, this is not right what you're doing. You have to repent. And he's, and we have like, and we're talking, talking, talking. And the next moment my phone starts to ring. And then he glipsed out of our conversation. He said, hey, give me your phone. I was like, no, it belongs to Jesus as well. And I'm like pushing my phone. I'm like, and, and anyway, so we ended up chatting, chatting, chatting. And after a while, he said, no, no, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. Yo, I'm really sorry. And then he walked away. And that, and like true story, true story. It was about, I don't know how long it was. You know, you, you, now you can say amen. Come on. Amen. So this guy walks away and I'm like, I remember I'm like a little bit in the shivers, but not in a good way. Um, and I remember that night I'm, I'm sitting there and I was, I, the scripture came back to me and I felt like the Spirit just said to me, hey, you prepared your heart and you were ready. Now again, don't try that at home. I'm not, if, your, if your dad tells you to give your back, give your back, hey? Maeve? <laughs> Anton, you saw that out, okay? 
So um, I'm like, but the, it forever has changed my, my, my perspective on, on just the Spirit and what He expects of us. It's this, this thing of preparing our heart is almost the only thing we can do. Really, 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 really. Like I, 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 mean like I can prepare contents when I come to meetings. I can decide what I want to do. But what does the Bible say about our heart? What, what, what the heart van vol is? And it's not always the words that we're talking about here. It really flows out of you. So if I'm, so what we want to do tonight, what we want to share tonight, what we want to speak about tonight is living lives where we, where we live preparing our hearts daily. So that we can give our hearts to the Lord. How many, I mean like we can read, I think, about 200 scriptures. It's like new hearts, giving our hearts to the Lord. He's going to give us a new heart. So it's not like the Lord is not asking you and me to do this thing. Do you know He's more committed to this than we are? Who of you guys wake up in the morning and you're not less? Now, come on. Come on. Be real. Not every morning, but some mornings. Come on. Huh? And David? Yeah. Yes. A lot of... Yes. <laughs> There's some good honesty there. Yes. Um, not less. Do you guys think the Lord is ever not list for us? The Lord is always committed, always ready. So, so as, we, as we start to journey with the Lord, we were joking now and I was elders, like there is no seven steps to serve the Lord. There's no seven steps to get better, to get more holy, to become amazing. Because every time you're going to think you're amazing, the Lord will humble you. So that's why the Bible says, humble yourself. Okay? Stay humble. I didn't wear that shirt specifically tonight so that I can, uh, yeah, not wear it for slag. Um, but we see Proverbs 3, 3, verse 1 says, let your heart keep my commandments. So my heart needs to keep the Lord's commandments. My heart. Proverbs 3, verse 5 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. So I know, I know some of you guys a little bit. And I know some of you guys a little bit more. And I know some of you guys not, a little, not much. But I know that some of us and all of us in some areas of our lives are very up here. Hey, Vainant. Vainant is, is such a nice guy, so I can use his name now. <laughs> but it is so. There's, there's areas in our lives where we think we've got this. We know how the things work. I'm, I'm amazing. I understand. But now the Lord says, do not lean on your own understanding. And I, I just felt, feel almost like in this season, in this time, actually what the Lord is saying, even though we're not going to throw our brains away, like Andrew said that day when he was there, don't throw your brain away. But do not lean on your own understanding. Whether it's business, whether it's marriage, whether it's parenting, whether it's even intimacy with your spouse, whether it's how to connect. I mean, like I love Andrew, uh, um, Anton's sharing the other day about connection. It's been like the buzzword in our house. You guys want to connect a little bit. Uh, it's like the kids are like looking at me with, with puppy eyes. Um, it's like this connect. 
in all of these things, let's not lean on our own understanding, but let's ask the Spirit. So there's no seven steps. There's only one step, and that's to be in step with the Spirit. Hallelujah. Yes. We like somehow managed to get that, all that phrasing together. It sounds amazing. Hallelujah. So there's one step, and it's the step in front of you, and that's with the Spirit. And it's by the Word. Psalm 119, if you guys know the scripture, the word is a lamb. Not dilamiki. Like as I know the Afrikaners will net braai. Maar a lamp. Hey, die boerder will net braai. It's by like it. But it's a lamp on my feet. It's not a spotlight there. Oh, we love to plan. We love to say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Oh, the Lord is so good. I'm called for greatness. I'm going to, I'm going to reach Millions of people, I'm going to preach in, I don't know, some of us, eh? I'm going to reach the nations, I'm going to, I'm going to do that. And some of us are like, I'm going to make so much money. I'm going to, what's your dreams? Just think for a moment. What is your dreams? And are those dreams from the Spirit? Are those dreams God's dreams for you and for me? I'm just talking so I'm including myself in this. Eh? It's a, yeah, it's, it's my dreams. I mean, like my, my wife and I, we frequently talk about the things that we dream about and we frequently accountable one another, keep each other accountable, saying, hey, but is this the Lord's dream? Constantly, like, hey, I, I would love to do, go to, can't remember. Yeah, I don't know. I would love to go to Italy. My wife really, she dreams. Um, she can dream. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so, if you guys struggle, let Sammy pray for you. She can dream. And then, and then we have to go like, is this from the Spirit? So, so do not lean on our own understanding. Proverbs 4 verse 4 says, let your heart retain my words. Who, if you guys can see, there is this thing that the heart wants to hear the Word of God. It's not just our heads. I'm like, we, um, who of you guys, now honestly, I'm going to ask a lot of, I now ask a lot of questions. Who of you guys, like, is trying to figure this thing out as I'm speaking? Yeah, you're trying to figure it out. So don't. Don't try to figure it out. Just hear what the Spirit is teaching us. We need to, it, it's, it's so, it's such a, it's such a, Greek way that we, we go to school, we are taught to figure things out, we are taught to think systematically, pragmatically, and then Jesus comes, the Jews thought he's going to become a king, he's going to king, either a king or like a, like a property, he's going to take over the nation, and he comes on a little donkey, first he gets born in a like next to the sheep in the, in the little manger, not in Life Bay Hospital, private room with a view over the sea. No, no, no. I can't even start to speak told to me. He literally go to the after car along sea plus. Humbly. Everything we think we know is probably, there's, there's a little bit deeper. I'm not saying he's wrong, but the Lord is always calling us. The Bible says his ways are higher and his thoughts are deeper. And then Paul comes in Ephesians and he prays, Let, may us know the depth 
the width and the length and the height of His love because there's so much more. So, so the calling, the invitation is, Lord, help us to not settle. Help, help me to not for one moment settle that I've got this, I know this, I, I, need, to, I need to break open. So just before we're going to go into worship now, and again, there's a little passage in Luke. I think it's Luke 8, eh? the parable of the sower. And we see four types almost of grounds, four types of art. So Jesus wants to speak to you. So if you guys are really, okay, I'm asking again. Please answer this time, okay? Who of you guys really feel comfortable you know the voice of Jesus? It's not a trick question. Okay, we've got a couple. We've got a couple. Do you, do you guys know that the Lord wants each of us to be comfortable and confident that we know? He says, my sheep know my voice. Okay, so that's not something for, for the lead elder or for the other elder or for the prophetic guy. I don't know what that means always, but that, it's cool. It's cool to have the prophetic guys. Um, huh? So I want to... I want to stop you for a moment. Paulus and I had like a chat in the car earlier this week about how do we hear the Lord? How do, you, how do we hear the Lord? Through His Word? Just, just for a moment. If you're not reading God's Word, expecting to hear Him, It's like walking away from water and expecting to drink it. It's as simple as that. God gives us His Word. And then He wants to speak to us through His Spirit, through His Word. And I always tell my kids when we sit down in the mornings for devotion, who are, it's not what are we looking for, it's who are we looking for when we open this Word. It's Jesus. Some, very simply. So I read John and I go like, where's Jesus? And I like, I'm looking and, I'm, and Jesus comes out every time. Somehow, in a way. It's like this thing I do with my children. I'm like, okay, I find Jesus in the scriptures. And it's, there's communion and there's fellowship and there's intimacy. And it becomes very real. And it becomes very simple. Which is beautiful. So the Lord is inviting us to a very simple, in-step, very basic walk of children saying, Lord... I don't care where you go, I'm coming. I don't even have to know I'm coming because I'm comfortable with this flow or this blow. You know, of this, of the, it's, I'm comfortable, even though I'm uncomfortable. Like a chere? For a moment, you, we have to consider that we have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. We have to be un- uncomfortable sometimes. We're going to. So, I mean, like, sometimes I see Jared's arms. I'm like, my goodness, I wish I had those arms. Those babies are looking good. But I realize for me to get those type of arms, I'm going to have to get really uncomfortable. <laughs> hey? Have you guys seen his arms? <laughs> and now he's uncomfortable. Oh, my goodness. I didn't mean to do that. Okay, Jan David's arms. Okay. Bastian, come on. But, but to, to get, to get, to get, confident in, in, in walking these things out with the Lord, we're going to have to get uncomfortable first. Do you guys hear that? We have to get uncomfortable to get more comfortable. And then we're going to get, who's saying yes for uncomfortable? 
Okay, we, we're getting Adrian Amperdal. Amperdal. Okay, we're getting there. The bad guy's coming. Francois Amperdal. How's that? It was very good. Very good. So sticky for sticky. I have no idea where I am. So we, we, the things, the thing, hearing the Lord, hearing the Lord, the word, how else do we hear the Lord? A feeling, a gut feel. I thought your gut is more like here, but okay. Yeah, but this, yeah, yeah, yeah. How's it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So, but the Lord works with, with our gut, with our feelings. Another word I, I would like to describe it is even with desire. So, three Sundays ago, I came to AM because I had to drop, I think, JC for something. He was worshiping at the top with the Truth Tribe guys. And I, I, I drank a coffee. It's quite cool to come here in the morning because you, you're like a coffee shop. I mean, like you drink coffee with guys and you chat with guys, you can go again. It's like if you guys ever want to come drink coffee at 8 o'clock on a Sunday morning anyway, it's right here. So I'm chatting to the guys and the only thing is they always ask me, where's my wife in those times? I'm like, I'm here, man. Come on. Anyway, and um, so um, I, I walk out and I see this couple. And my eyes caught them. I just feel something. Okay. So I go out. Take my other two kids home. And by the time we get home, Jedi, my five-year-old, goes like, I forgot my soccer court at, at the church. <laughs> and Eli looks at me and he goes like, oh, we should probably just go back and stay then. So I just like, I'm listening to him. I actually felt the spirit at that moment saying, yes, okay, let's go back. So I come back. They kind of, I don't know what they did. I hope they went to kitchens. Um, but anyway, I, ca I came in. Murph was here. He's worshiping. So I'm parking myself right there. So I'm just worse by loving Jesus. It was lovely. And at that moment, that feeling came back that, that Stefan was talking about now. And I'm, I suddenly remember the eyes that I was looking in before the meeting. And I asked the Lord, are you, doing, are you saying something? So I'm asking. Okay? So we have to ask. Now the feeling comes. Now I'm asking, Lord, what now? So in that moment, I, I hear a little phrase. Not like a three-page dialogue. A revelation, interpretation, activation, proclamation, no, not, nothing like that. Just one little phrase. You're the one that I want. Specifically, and I see the, the man's face in front of me. And I'm like, okay, 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 that's for him. Okay, hallelujah. So now, what do I do? Do I start to doubt it? Why not? Why not? Okay, Spirit is blowing. But on, I feel like the, for me, there's the seal upon this that settles my heart. Matthew 7, Jesus said, if you know who are, if you, he, calls, he actually called the people evil. Hey, don't get offended now. I'm, not, I'm just quoting Jesus. Okay? So if you who are evil know how to give good things, how much more does my Father, who are good, will give you good things? If you ask for a bread, he's not going to give you a snake. A bread stone. If you go ask for a fish, he's not going to give you a snake. I also know the Bereans. They will be checking. Are we quoting correctly? No. So he's good. So I've asked the father, is he saying something? And I felt I saw something. Now just a little phrase, and I'm trust. Now I'm trusting. Okay. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm faithing. Hebrews 11. Verse one. Elmeri. With 
favors the substance, things hoped for. So we're hoping, I'm not hoping, my goodness, this, this, this little phrase is for that guy. Um, but it becomes a substance, a reality, things hoped for, the evidence. Now there's the evidence of things not seen, okay? So it's not seen. Nobody has confirmed it. Hanukkah hasn't said, okay, that's yes, And then it says, now, what's the next verse? Talking about now we seek God. Must God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him because He's a rewarder, rewarder of that. Because it's our faith that pleases Him. Our faith. Not my revelation in that moment, not my understanding in that moment, but it's my faith. So I'm applying faith. Now, I've, I've, I've felt a little unction. I've asked the Lord. I've listened. I've heard. Just a little phrasey. Now I'm applying faith. And then I'm going to go step out and find out. And like, which is, which I think it's uh, sharing the story from the weekend uh, who was um, David's friend, Jonathan. Jonathan and his armor bearer. And he's inviting his armor bearer. Think, oh, Dan, you should, someone shared the story. Um, he's inviting his armor bearer to go fight a little bit against the, whoever, the Philistines or some of Steins. And, uh, um, and, and Jonathan tells his armor bearer, Bro, I'm not sure if we're going to win here. Um, and his armor bearer actually said, but if the, even if the Lord doesn't, let's, I'm going. And that story, when I heard it again this weekend, I feel like there's, this, there's a call to each one of us. to Even if it works or it doesn't work, let's step out and find out what God wants to do. So I step out, tell Amesley I've got his word for the guy. I actually felt at that moment it needs to be public. Um, because I actually asked the Lord that, about that as well. And I gave him the word. I kinda, now I remember now I've only got one phrase. So I tell Michelle, Michelle is standing there like, just give me some... some some background music. I like music. Uh, it makes me feel better. And um, so she plays, she plays. First she says no for like half a minute. And, I, and she said, I'm just joking. And uh, um, so I give the word to the guy. And I actually started singing. And he actually, so he's just crying there. And afterwards I went to him. Spoke to him literally for half an hour. And I said, they've been, and what, all the words that I gave at that moment, they've been praying about for two years. And, and, and we had a, like a conversation. They started connecting with the people here. And the Lord took, took it from there. But it's just that stepping out, finding out. But that process. And I've, I, I felt like I wanted to share with us tonight. That this, it's not about knowing. It's about getting uncomfortable with being uncomfortable with the flowing. Getting into the flowing, not knowing. I don't know. Eh? I'm like, yes, so... We have to make it almost as unknowing as, as we can so that we can get comfortable with not knowing. Another time, I remember I was sitting here somewhere one Sunday morning. I think Benny was still here. He, he preached one morning on the prophetic. So he preaches, 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 and at the end of the meeting he starts to pray. And I get the feeling that Stefan was talking about. And I jump up. I couldn't help myself. So I jump up, run to him while he's praying. And I said, I really feel we should prophesy. Because he just spoke about prophecy and I just felt this feeling. And he looks at me and he says, do you got something? i like, no. But my wife maybe has something. I'm sure she has. So I called her. Now I haven't told her anything. Hallelujah. 
Amen? Don't know? So don't, again, don't do this at home. Don't just call your wife. You might get a, a gharu. Come on. Um, so, so I'm like, I'm like, I leave you congruiso. Now she still doesn't know what just happened. I was like, I really feel we should prophesy. <laughs> we should, the royal we should prophesy. So Sammy goes like, I don't have anything. I said, like, So she took the mic, she stood there for one minute, she started speaking to someone. An hour and a half later, a bunch of people prophesied over a bunch of people, and a lot of life happened. Just stepping out, finding out what the Lord wants to do. It's simple, it's simple. It's simple, it's this feeling. One day we're driving to Joburg for Sammy's work stuff, and we want to stop at this coffee shop, and we actually felt, no, there's another coffee shop. Not because of the coffee or anything else. We just felt, no, there's another coffee shop. And at that moment, we really didn't have any uh, finances. Okay? We literally, it was our first business trip with Sammy's house, so we didn't have any money. We just spent the money, the cash we had available to buy a stock and, and, and pay a stand. We should pay like 20, 10 grand or something for the stand. Anyway, so we get in the car, we go got samples that we're going to do. It's a trade show. Sorry, for those of you who don't know, Sammy did art, still does art. So we're going to sell, try to wholesale our stuff in Joburg, in Midrand, at this show called Sarta. So we feel, no, not this coffee shop. We just, just the feeling again. So we drive on a little bit. I like Liffy, I think it's this one. And she goes like, okay, let's do this. So we're like, okay, like it together. So we go in the coffee shop and I see this, this, this little, you know the coffee shops usually have like a little, Triangle stand for the coffee shop, and they said also croissant for 20 grand. And uh, um, anyway, I see something like free coffee and fellowship. I'm like, ah, it must be a Christian. It's only Christians that's so cheesy. And uh, um, so I walk in, and this guy looks like Kojak. He doesn't have any hair standing, but he's like intimately talking to this other guy, and I can see he's definitely Christian. Um, so he, he sees our face, he smiles, and he, um, and he invites us. He says, no, this coffee is for free. So he gave us coffee, and I asked, but what are you guys doing? He says, like, um, we're doing this, we're doing this, and we, he tells his story. He, he was um, Eugene Terblance. You guys know Eugene Terblance is younger people? Do you guys still know who he is? I don't know. He was the guy that hated the ANC. Um, so he was his personal um, bodyguard. He, in one of the attacks against Eugene Terblance, he died. Okay, so he died. And he went to hell, and he came to life again, literally, in that moment. And since then, he's just been on this mission to preach the gospel, and he carried the cross. I remember seeing him, I remember when I was younger, he carried the cross all the way from Joburg to Cape Town and back and spread the gospel. And he's like looking at our stuff, and he said, whoa, 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 you know what I want to do? I want to, I want to bless you guys. So he took money. And he, he said, no, no, I want to buy stuff from you. So he bought stuff from us, and he put this money for us in a little envelope. And that money was our, our snack and coffee money the whole week. It never, 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 never um, deep, ran out to depleted. It was quite amazing. That's, I, I must remember his name again. Well, amazing guy. Anyway, so that was quite a funny thing. So we, we get there, and uh, um, now I, I'm, yeah, there's so many stories. But anyway, so another trade show, I'm st- sitting there one day. And we get to the show, and there's this lady in, not lady, there's stuff in our space. You get allocated space. You guys also do, you get there. It's like three meter for you, three by three meter. 
of drie bij een meter van Anyway, so I'm, I'm like half, her stuff is in our meter, and Sammy goes like, Ach, let's just move this out the way, it's obviously just my space, and I just felt in my heart, let's not do that. Let's wait till she comes, discuss it with her, and then we help her. And um, she comes there, and we help her, and she is, her thing was falling off her wall as well, so we helped her getting it on the floor. And she chats to us, and she was like, but where are you guys staying? We said, no, we're staying just here. Um, he's like, no. She's like, no. Tell him, I know him, tell him, you guys are staying with me, and I've got a car for you guys. I'm going to give you guys a car for the week, and I'm going to feed you guys, and uh, uh, I want you guys to come stay with me. And, um, and she, um, she looks at, at Sammy's, so one of her ranges was called Beloved. So she looks at it, she's like, oh, I love that. And, and Sammy goes like, why? And she's just like, no, I just felt like, feels like the Lord is calling me to him. We're like, ah, the Lord is doing something here. So we went home that night with her, stayed in the cottage outside the house, led her to the Lord, baptized her the next night, and connected her with people there. She started walking those things out with the Lord. We still have a relationship with her, like five, six years later now. Just little things, as, as Stephen said, that feeling, that unctioning. But if we don't prepare our hearts, we're not going to feel it. Because what happens? So let's look at, at what happens if our hearts are not prepared. Luke 8, verse 5 and 15. I'm, I don't want to read all of it. I kind of want to move to the, to the inter interpretation of the, um, the passage. I think it starts... Did I give it to you? So, what if you guys know the parable of the sower? No. Most of us. Adrian? Cool. So the parable of the sower, Jesus tells a story, and he says the sower sows his seed, okay? The Word of God. And there's four different things that happen. The first one, can we go, um, sower went out seed, as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, say wayside, okay? Some fell by among the, verse 6, some among the rocks, say rocks, verse 7, some fell among the thorns. Say thorns. Thorns. Afrikaans means they're thorns. Um, verse, verse 8. But others fell on good ground. Good ground. Hallelujah. Who likes good ground? Who if he doesn't? Like farmers. I'm like, he's a poor boer. He's a tisanon. So like, good ground is important. I follow you. Planted. Sprang up and yielded a crop a hundredfold. Who, who likes to invest one thing and gets a hundredfold? Hallelujah. Come on. Say yes to Jesus. Like, this is like, who wants to get saved right now? Come on. Come on, hundredfold. So, again, he, and Jesus says, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. So, Lord, help me hear. Verse 9. Um, let's move on. Verse 11. Now, the parable is this, the seed is the Word of God. Now, remember when you think of the Word of God, it's Jesus speaking to us through His Spirit. It's not just black and white papers, okay? Hallelujah. Now, those by the wayside are the ones who hear, and then the devil comes. So, you guys, the devil is busy. He's got a plan for you. And that's not good news, by the way. He's got a, he's got a plan. 
And he comes and take away the word out of the hearts. Now, this is again some of our theology here. Oh, gods, ek die devil kan actually, the devil can. The devil can steal from you. Lest they should believe and be saved. See, you can literally lose what the Lord wants to do if you don't let, if, you, if the devil steals. Verse 13, so this is the first one. But the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear, receive the word with joy. Who of you guys have heard the word with joy? Monday comes and it's like, oh my goodness, I can't believe I felt so good yesterday. I can't believe this is so low today. I've, I've been there. Okay, so I've received the word with joy and these have no root to believe for a while and in time of temptation fall away. So we see there's some temptation here. We're lacking roots. Ephesians say the Lord wants to ground us and root us. Okay? So the rocks, temptation. And the third one here is now the ones that fell among the thorns are those who when they have hurt go out and are choked with cares, riches, and the pleasures of life. Now the devil will, if he cannot pull you away with the pleasures of life, he will pull you away with the cares of life. So some of us are on the care side now. We've got worries. And some of us are on the pleasure side. We're way too comfortable. You guys know who you are. Some of you guys think you're all right. Some of us, we think we're all right. But the Bible says, you stand. Be careful lest you fall. So it's an it's a holy thing. Now, and then verse 15 but the ones that fell on the good ground are those who, having heard the word with a noble and good heart, keep it and bear fruit with patience. And it's a very last thing in terms of walking these things out with the Lord. It takes a lot of patience. It's a geduldige pat. It's a very patient thing. One step at a time. Getting comfortable with the waiting. Comfortable with the silence of the Lord. Because the Lord wants silence. He says, be still and know. Just be still and know. 